Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It is episode 168 of the Him and Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. My son's a man. Full grown man. It's hilarious, man. This morning, uh, so yesterday, which would have been Saturday the 20th, he was bar mitzvahed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this morning he woke up and I heard him arguing with my daughter, who his sister, who's six, and they were arguing about something. I could faintly hear him upstairs. And he's like, yeah, because I'm a man. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm a man, and you're a baby, and you're still a baby, and I'm a man. Uh, and it, and I, I was just laughing. Like I, usually, I would so get involved funny. and be like, "Dude, knock it off." But I was like, "He's got a point. He's got oh, a point." So <laughs> what can you do? I love it. <laughs> so, but it was like, he was it was so earnest. Like his argument was like, "No, yeah, okay, because I'm a man. You're not a man. You're a kid. You're a baby." <laughs> just to clarify, people that don't totally understand the whole tradition and the whole right. Like, so explain just what it is. And at thirteen, uh, in the Jewish faith. You have a ceremony called a bar mitzvah if you're a boy and a bat mitzvah as a girl. And basically what it is, uh, it is a like a passing of the guard or whatever. It's it's that age where the temple community, the Jewish community, uh, recognizes you as an, a, an adult in the Jewish community, meaning you can read Torah uh, in temple. You can read, you know, do sp- prayers and things like that in the synagogue during services and you can uh, lead prayer in, in your home and things like this. Okay. So does that mean you're a man like in other, like, no, that's it. So, but it's like, as far as in, in temple, you're a man, like you could do a uh, man. Duties. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't, you, it's, you know, can't drink and you can't, you know, yeah, you that's... can't vote and any of that stuff. But I mean, as far as when you step onto hallowed temple ground, mm. you're a man. Period. Okay. So in in that place, like in that. yeah, you're recognized as an adult. You can do the same thing as any other adult in regards to prayer and uh, traditional stuff and anything that has to do with that anybody else can do in the temple. Do you think it's commonly used as like so when say someone's bar mitzvah? Do you say it as a verb or a noun? Who can you say it as a verb or a noun? Bar mitzvah. Yeah. Or, if it was me. I would be constantly going up to full-grown men, and I'd be like, listen, man-to-man, be honest with me. <laughs> right. You know That's pretty I mean? much where we're starting already. That's, yeah. I feel like I would abuse that so bad. I'd be like, I'd be like, I would go into a circle of like 50-somethings, and I'd go, listen, guys, we're all men. Am I right? I well, mean, yeah, we're I mean, all. we're all. You literally go to the, the kids' table, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm taking my stuff, and I'm, I'm heading over here now. Yeah. You know, I'm going to join the, uh, the, the Temple Brotherhood. 80, yeah. 80, 90-year-old Jewish And anybody guys. in your lineage probably knocks over stuff on the kids' table on the way out. Right. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, they have, like, just muffs every yeah, single person Like, the if table. they're playing chess or Monopoly, <laughs> you just shake the board. They enjoy your kids' table. Seems like that's the attitude at least he has for today. Oh, hopefully he'll get, he gets over it. I told him that's in regards to reading the Torah. It's not in regards to, uh, you know, not having to take out the trash or 
you know, getting the first pick on what we're watching on TV or any of that kind of crap. So yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I was kind of thinking when, when I was at the um, reception. I was kind of thinking like well, I was thinking about it. And I was like, is that is this like a dated thing where back in the day thirteen was like, hey, grab grab a plow and get at it, or I don't know <laughs> no. whatever, whatever you know what I mean? Or is it? Like, I was wondering, does that mean like, hey? You know what I mean? Like, like now you go start your own family. Yeah. You're out of here. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. It just means that you can do things within the temple. You're recognized as an adult or that you are able to read Torah. You're able to pray, lead prayer, right, things right. like this. Well, I really missed out because apparently when you sent out the invitations, there was a two-parter. Right. Well, since, I sent you both pieces. That I, I guess. But oh. s- since I got it in the mail, I've been staring at the same one on my fridge every day when I walk by. And it said uh, like 6 o'clock or mm-hmm. something like that. Um Proof positive that we don't talk outside of the, uh, the podcast because <laughs> right. it could have that could have been totally figured out if you would have sent a text and said, "Hey, is this thing?" Uh, but I just kept seeing it, and I said, oh, and then I texted you, say, "Hey, what time?" You said four or five forty-five. You can get there. For, I think you were like, "Hey, he's he's a drinker. You can come there fifteen minutes early and probably beg the guy for an extra <laughs> Sam Adams." Uh, so, so I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll be there spot on at six o'clock. And then I get there, and everyone's like, "Oh, the ceremony was so nice." And then I was like, "I guess uh, I assumed that I had missed that part," but I was like. And then I was like, did he just not give me that part? Or was he just like, listen. No, I'll go back I, I, and look. look. It was, no, I think you did because in taking out a bunch of recycling today, I saw it in a pile of stuff. I think my wife took the magnet and stuck it on the fridge, both of them together. You know what I mean? One mm-hmm. on top of the other. And just the reception part was the part that was showing. So when they got thrown away, just at six o'clock. But I was like, did he? Everyone was telling me like, oh, yeah, he did good in reading. And I'm like, what? Oh, okay, so that already happened. So I thought maybe Dave was just like No. Let me read the text. Maybe, this, this maybe, maybe my confusing. skin would burn. This is what you texted me. For the record, I, I like the Jewish people. At ten twenty three in the morning you put, We may not have a sitter until six forty five. Uh-huh. Is there a way to just go to the reception? Indicating yeah. that you knew there was two separate things. Right. At six forty five. Right, right, right. And so I said, uh you said, Are they this can you go to one without going to the other? And I said, Yeah, they're separate. It's cool, whatever. And you said, so the reception is at 6. Right. And and I said, well, it's, the reception starts at 5.45, cocktail hour until 6.45. Yeah. So if I'm telling you that, obviously the service has to proceed. Or well, yeah, prior- but I'm thinking like, okay, if it all starts at 6, can I go to the reception that starts at 7? You know what I'm saying? Like, like say the whole thing starts at six. Like he gets off the he gets off the bema at one point and goes, "I'll be back." Showings at uh, seven and nine. No, like, like, like it's like he does his reading at six, and then people filter into the tables at seven to start drinking and partying or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Dude, well, this is my yeah. second uh, bar mitzvah. What do I know? And that's a lot more than most people. So, I, yeah. but whatever. I only had one hundred my belt. Uh, we didn't rec- we didn't video record it either, and you know, uh, just lesson learned because you know my brother, myself, and and my sister. We all had ours recorded, and I don't remember at the back. You know, back then it was probably like five hundred dollars, or you know, because they had the, yeah, like it was yeah. a giant system, and uh, we never watched them. I mean, I only yeah. watched my bar mitzvah to show my son when we were living at my mom's house while our house was getting built. Hey, this is what you could kind of expect. Yeah, and he wanted to. Oh, back. I wanted to see what it looked like when you, you know, and it was. Right. There was the audio was like it had that little you know spongy microphone on the actual VHS camcorder in the back of the temple, oh, so there yeah, was, it wasn't yeah. like hooked up to the audio of the microphone I was speaking into. So you're just gonna hear like cough sounds. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then me in the way distance. So um, we opted out of that, but we did use our boy Joe Ed D I T something 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 on Twitter <laughs> uh, to to do the uh, photography. You know, it's technical Which, Twitter. Boy, I hate the, we'll have to link it on when we. Uh... I'm really bad at like saying people's handles. You know well, what I mean? it was funny because when I initially told you, you're, I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to get him to, to do." Oh, the I'm sorry. It's, it's at dit all capitals underscore photo dit okay. photo, and that's Joe. 
and uh, we talk about him all the time. And he was at our live show. He's doing our shows, favorite. Our work. And uh, you're like, man, you're really knowing me. You're like, you're kind of a conservative dude. This yeah. guy doesn't do weddings and like even me talking to him yeah yeah you know he was kind of like i really don't do this kind of stuff i was like well you you know you could Mm -hmm. it's all a matter of you haven't done it now you're gonna do it and you're like man you know that's kind of for me that's risky because you're you're taking somebody who's never done this kind of stuff and does like you know street art Mm -hmm. and you're 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 taking them into a formal setting where you know typically people have like the table where like half the table stands up behind the other half of the table and they take all and there's food in front of everybody and i was like i don't my my whole thing was I wanted to give the photography, um, the pictures to my child as a gift from me rather than have them in a photo album that no one will ever look at. Or it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. there, there's fo- there's like maybe, you know, 80 photos in an album. It's like, oh, here's a picture of grandma. Here's a picture of an aunt that no one cares about. Here's a picture of an uncle nobody cares. No one sees after this. He just right. got invited because of whatever. <laughs> um, so this is all. That's like, not you, uncle. Uh, fill, in the, yeah. fill in the blank. Uh, this is all like street art style mm-hmm. uh like paparazzi and the theme was uh uh hollywood here here i well, come it's, it's almost like ask, asking like an abstract painter be like hey can you can you sponge paint my bathroom <laughs> right. in a weird way knowing full well of course you can very competently but right. but i'm gonna do something a little cooler than that well you and here's what, what I, mean? I told him i was like he's like i really don't do the like staged I don't, i'm not a, like a stage photo guy I, I like to get emotion and yeah at one point i was yelling at my wife or something and he was up in my grill and because like i said it was uh <laughs> at one point you were yelling at wife <laughs> it was hooray for hollywood as i recall it, or hollywood at, here we come nine or well i'll get there points. hold on <laughs> so the whole theory was is he was going to be like a paparazzi so he was going to be in people's faces yeah. and catch people in their yeah. natural element which is a great idea and yeah. i think i think it's, dude i've sure already seen work. a couple pictures it's amazing oh, i'm sure yeah I'm sure. and i told him i was like He's, i'm more excited for for this than yeah. any part of any of it. Yeah. At one point, I was yelling at my wife because you know she wanted to keep the party going. And I'm like, hey, it's time to clean things up and yada yada yada. <laughs> and he and I did. I, you know, I had forgotten as as the people tell you, like when you see a guy doing this all the time. At, at, after a while, it just becomes like background noise. Hmm. But I I catch myself like I, I know my face is all twisted up and I'm angry, and I could just hear the and I'm looking. I'm like, oh. I don't want to tell him like, hey, you, you know, don't use these because he was just like, oh, I captured some real emotion here, or, you know, <laughs> like, ah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So maybe he won't turn that back over to me as an official picture, but he's going to have that. You know, maybe he puts that up as street art or who knows uh, what. But he yeah. definitely captured some real emotion there. Uh, yeah. No, I talked to him a little bit about it uh, while he was there too, and I think I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be great because, like you said, the guy the guy just takes phenomenal photos, and the pose pictures are nice. They are nice, but but wouldn't you rather? Have, who wants to look at those? Honestly, but but wouldn't you much rather frame a cool picture of your daughter dancing in her element? That, yeah. I mean, that would go on your wall. Yeah, that's what I and that's what I wanted every every piece to be able to put in be put into a frame, not in a book. Only problem though is when you have someone who does that style and they the people don't know it's that style. So every time they see the camera, they mug right. And that's, yeah, that's they go, you know, they but, give a big cheesy grin, which is fine. I was, too. I, what, I, when I was talking cares? to him today, today about that, he's like, you know, that was the issue. You know, there's a lot of kids there and they keep turning and smiling and stopping and posing. Mm. And I said, well, Hey, you know, that's one more challenge that you've never been faced with before. And now you have. So, Good. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Good. <clears throat> you, you overcome, you figure out a way around it, and you move past it. Now you know what it's like to take photos when people know you're taking them. What I'm hoping is is that he posts this stuff, and people see it, um, and I show people, and then he, if he so chooses, um, people realize that it, it's it's something different, and he gets a uh, he, you know he gets some offers. I would hire him for any event. You know what I mean? Like any any thing, any gathering you're doing where you want to you want to collect photos of it. 
I mean, it doesn't get any better. Yes, agreed. So uh, all in all, thing went off out without a hitch. The the yeah. month this last month that I didn't sleep, so concerned that you know, even though my kid was telling me like I'm ready, I'm I'm good. I'm like, well, I've had a bar mitzvah, so I know how intense it is. I mean, you got to read from the Torah; it's it's pretty intense. And he just is unflappable. And I'll be like, I, you know, in the middle of the night, I wake up and I'm I'm like thinking, I got to go check and see if he's like staring at the ceiling, panicking, and he's yeah. fast asleep. You know, and he went up there and he knocked it out of the park without an issue. And you know, he's really articulate and he was standing up there without any fear and. And I was just like, yeah. oh, my God, this is, you know, I'm, I'm trying to have self-esteem, to, you know, to hold it together. Well, the, the rabbi had told me and my wife a couple weeks before he says, hey, at the end, um, this is going to be the outline of the service. And at the end, there'll be a place for the uh, parents comments. Hmm. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? He's like, well, you'll come up and um, you will you'll face Logan um, and then you'll tell him how you feel about this journey. And, and I was like, I ain't going to be able to do that. So I decided that I the only way I could get away with this without completely breaking down was to maybe joke. So I had told him, I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I got some jokes or whatever." He's like, "You're not, I'm, you're not coming up there and doing jokes." No. He's like, "You know, this is about me. It's not about you. Just get up there, say what you need to say, um, really? you know, and uh, you know, he, don't, don't, because he, I think he thought I was gonna embarrass him in front of his friends." He's like, "Dad, man to man, right? <laughs> yeah, man to man, man to we, almost man." We both know, as as grown adult men, we both know this isn't the time and place <laughs> right. for jokes. So uh, I went, and then my wife was like, you know, she's like, I'm not saying anything. I don't want to talk. And I'm like, well, we're, it's parents. It's the parents' comments, not mm. the parent comment. Right. So she's just like, I, and I'm doing it. And I'm like, well, we're both going to stand up there and not do anything. Yeah, I go, I what if what I if where I he gets the confidence from? How what, could I... what if I say one word and I or I, and I go, hey, you did a great job. Now I'm going to ask your, you know, I would I'm going to step back and let your mom make some comments. She's like. I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> you know, it's not going to work she's out like, well. It's look bad. She's just like, I ain't, I'm not. I'm, she, and I know she would just not say anything, and we there'd be dead silence. So mm. you can't. There's no push in her. No. So um, she, at the like the afternoon before, she's like, "Do you have your note cards? Are you practicing?" I was like, "Let me tell you something. Um, I don't know what I'm going to say. I have a couple ideas, but I'm not going to have note cards. I'm not going to have bullet points. I'm going to say whatever I feel like saying in the in the moment because that's going to be you know the truest." Whatever's going to come out is going to come out. Isn't it the best for – I mean if, if you were going to give someone advice who's going to speak in front of a crowd, you know, even a small crowd, isn't it – I find it's, it's – I find it's best to – I've tried it before to remember exact speeches and exact phrases. It never works. No. Just You hit, leave out just, the jokes. You forget punchlines. Don't you just lines. hit bullet points? You go, I want to make sure I mention well, this and this and this. All the rest is filler. I, right? Yes. I, so the only thing I remembered to say was uh, I wore my glasses today because I to make sure that nothing got in my eyes. But if, on, you know, if you see me, I actually <laughs> yeah. got a little something. Sure. But uh, other than that, I pretty much just uh, went off the cuff and uh, so you did it worked tell out a joke. Well. You could yes, I got the laugh right off the bat. Then I, then I, but then it was then it was good. So I, it was a heartwarming laugh where it was like, oh, we understand this guy might cry like a bitch, but it's yeah. okay because you know he might have got something in his eye or he may not have. Whatever. You got a manly glare from uh, your son. And then... But uh, the laugh gave me a little bit of, a little bit of courage. But after that point, um, you know, I, I did a pretty good job, and I never. Um, it was almost like that Will Ferrell scene in old school where I like went out. And then I said a bunch of stuff, and I came back too, and it was like a perfect, oh, you know, perfect speech. Yeah, like you, <laughs> you, you blacked out. Yeah, right. Everybody told me, "Oh my god, I was crying," and I was this mm. and that. And so I was like, "Oh, I guess that you know that's pretty good." Yeah, you were um, in, you were in your element. Yeah, you were like, like I was the, on autopilot. Like you love sure. all the well, I mean, at the reception, like you love all these Goodfellas movies. I got to see you in a suit. In all your glory. Everyone else is wearing <laughs> suits. Suit. I mean, there was a couple. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> it was very. Uh, 
Well, let me yeah, say this. It was very so, good. as far it was a great as party. as far as the speech goes, um, it wasn't usually. I would say yes. I, I wanted to write down some bullet points, but I wasn't given a TED talk. So, in my opinion, the best way to handle it was like I don't. There's not really any specific bullet points. Um, just I guess speak plainly, clearly from the heart. And when you're looking at them, it's like, well, these are the things I want to express. Yeah, to but you. what's so, to stop you from being redundant from the heart? And boring, um, you know what I mean? There, like, there's what nothing. If you're going from the heart, and you just like you just keep saying, "I'm well, so proud of you." I over think and over. I, I would. I I attribute some of that to the podcast and the fact that I I think we could be redundant. Three weeks ago, I said something I said, mm. but I think we can pretty much move the conversation along at least. Yeah. Like I'm keeping my. Yeah. I I know as I'm coming up, I'm gonna go okay. I, Right. Uh, I need to say this, this, and this, but I, I clearly, I was definitely not redundant and I got out of there and maybe like, you know, two and a half minutes or whatever, which is pretty long actually. Uh, but yeah, I walk, yeah. I mean, two and a half minutes can feel like forever, right? I walk. Yeah. I got off, uh, you know, walked back down, sat down. And then I said, Oh, uh, that was actually for me and, uh, and my wife. <laughs> so oh, really? got another laugh to close it out. Well, I mean, if that's what it takes, dude. <laughs> if that's what it takes to get it out there. So we're done, though. But it's bittersweet because all this time and planning and stress and, and everything, and now it's over, and it's like, well, now it's happened. That's it. The next thing is a driver's license or go yeah. starting high school. You know, and it's like, wow, now you – I look at it like I had two kids, and now I have a teenager. Yeah. He's 13, so he would, now we have a whole new set of problems to start dealing with. Oh, yeah, you bet you will. Yeah, <laughs> so. for sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little ways away from – from uh anyone in my house besides me being a man but uh that is cool i wonder somebody also said you did the thriller dance so i just want to uh, I, I i well you know what uh my brother mark i remember my brother mark knows all of it mm-hmm. my older brother mark uh i've seen him do it at least on one occasion for sure stop a wedding full-blown everyone gets out of the way and he does the whole thriller now i don't know the thriller dance but if nobody else knows it yeah right. i know a couple parts of it you're and better it, than the average bear. Like in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> so the guy that knows two thriller moves. Your sister was wowed by my thriller. Did your, she, she knew. Did uh, your thriller outshine my wife's shitty robot? No. Okay. What nothing could. <laughs> Please talk Brought about the house the robot. Down. I don't know because I didn't see it. People were like, hey, she's going to do the robot. Oh, and I heard dude. the Mr. Roboto music, ama- which was amazing. I don't know that Mr. Roboto is the song I would necessarily do the robot to. I'd probably use like uh, – Herbie Hancock's Rocket mm, or yeah. something also. more. Because Mr. Roboto is a rock song. What's that song that they used to always play at the Roller Dome when I would go uh, skating at mm-hmm. Goslin and Hammond? They would always play this song. And it was like a robot voice. We be rocking tonight. It's got oh, this, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Well, you if you were cool, you'd yeah. backwards skate to that you're part. you pop and lock. And, you know, Absolutely. Right. Um, and you touch the lights as you drive mm-hmm. by the roller dome, uh, the, the far end of it. If I was going to do the robot, I would do that because great beat. Oh, dun, 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 dun. And, and it's got the robot voice. Right. So I would do that. But she came out to Mr. Roboto, and apparently this is a predetermined thing. Well, Steve she's been there. denying doing it. Well, at my parents' uh, 30th anniversary, she was uh, feeling real good. And hmm. we had never seen it before. And some I don't remember what song. I think it was Devo, uh, Whip It. And uh, she busted out one of the most atrocious robot imitations I don't even know. It was the stiffest robot. It needed a lot of oil in this robot. <laughs> and so ever like so we recorded it and I think she had forgotten she had done it and then we showed her the video of it and she was like 
and everyone's like, oh. And so every time there's a family gathering or a wedding or what have you, my brother and sister, are, they're constantly a <coughs> robot, and they try to get her to do it, and she won't do it. Yeah, you know you're having a good time when you forget you do the robot <laughs> in public. Well, I was sitting by your brother-in-law, Steve, and uh, they said, oh, come on up here, doing the robot thing. The DJ made it known that it was go time. And uh, I looked at Steve, and I was like, is this like a thing? Like, does this happen? He's like, oh, it's a thing, dude. It's a thing. It, it happens. So I went up there and watched it, and it was great. <laughs> it, it reminded me of Seinfeld when Elaine does the yeah. little kicks. <laughs> right. She did have, like, jerky – Right. I mean, as a robot should. But she had, like, little kicks, and it was it was, uh, it was was a delight. <laughs> it was a treat. Yeah, I missed it. I've seen it before, and apparently there's a lot of uh, video of it. So, uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll catch it. I didn't see her do it before, but this time – it was a true. So what else is going on? It was a delight. Um, jeez, <laughs> like that's about it. I don't know. Yeah, that that that's pretty much about it. I I'm trying to think of like anything new and exciting I'm doing, but not really. I've been writing some new music, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Any songs that took you less than five minutes to write? Because you know they say those are the ones that, that gosh, stick. You know what? No, not less than five. <laughs> but right. uh, so these are six. You know what songs. I'm saying? These are six minute songs, so they're probably pretty bad. Every time you hear somebody interview that's a songwriter, they're like, "Oh, you know that one came to me, and like I had the melody, and then I yeah. just started singing the words, and it like next thing I know, yeah. you know, yeah. the song was yeah, was, like the Beatles would do that. Like right. we came this little, we came this little song. All of a sudden, I said, "This is gonna buy me a swimming pool." Um, no, but I took a little one timer hiatus as far as like playing out live. Um. Things were getting pretty busy and hectic, so I said, all right, man, I'm not going to book any shows just for a, a couple months, And which is kind of cool because it's almost like, you know, creatively, if you stop yourself from doing something you love, and then as soon as you start to, like, I don't know if it's that way. Well, with, what did you say? You said, you remember a long time ago, you said, creators got a creator. Artists got art. Yeah, artists got artists art. Artists got art. Is. Yeah, it was like, if, if my uh, artistic output was like uh, plumbing. It was clogged up, you know what I mean, because mm. I hadn't done anything, and I opened it up, and it was, oh, my gosh. I don't know how to use GarageBand well, but I sat down and started doing, like, some basic stuff, and it was like, well, that works. And every time in the past, like, couple weeks, every time I had, like, an hour or two, I'd get in there and just – Well, like, with GarageBand or fast, Pro, with Pro Tools, GarageBand, whatever, the fact that you can do all this stuff, like, you can move cor- uh, choruses versus – so if you yeah. if you get a, uh, a chorus down, you could just lock that down and reuse that instead of having to re-record it. Yeah. So you could just do yeah, as long as you can match it up, right? Right. At least for for raw, right? For recording for like and giving a demo it, to, giving it to your guys. bandmates. Right. Well, what's cool too is a lot of times we'll you'll practice uh, if you have like a couple melodies, uh, harmonies. You'll practice in 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 practice, and you'll be like, "Hey, try it lower like this. Can you try it like this?" And sometimes it's close, and sometimes they nail it. And sometimes I can't tell because I'm singing my part. I was able to, dude. I'm coming in there like uh, Maynard from Tool. I'm doing all these parts, and I'm doing three-part harmonies. And I'm just recording them, and I can give the guys in the band all three at once, each track. It's nice. It's a super useful tool. You know, it's funny you say that because, you know, a lot of times people have this um, critique of live albums or seeing a band live where they're like, oh, you know, I saw such and such live, and, and uh, you know, I didn't like it because they, they did like a different um, organization of the song. What do you call it? Not, not Com- organization. Composition. Yeah, composition. And the reason they do that a lot of times is because when you're in the studio, you have the ability to, like you said, triple track a vocal. Or, mm-hmm. So, like when you're playing at a at a club, um, you may not have the, the 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 church bell going off in the background, all right. this extra stuff. So, it's like, oh yeah, we like mixed it up today, and we same song, but we do it a little different live. It's like you, we, have you, to. Yeah, you have no choice but to. That's what I was saying. I was talking to my buddy today because I guess a new Fallout Boy song came out just the other day, and I used to really like them. But their past couple have been they're, – they're so – I was explaining to him. I was like, dude, it's 
Not that they're that bad, although I don't like them but anymore, but they're, it's so produced. I go, I have no idea how they could play these songs live. And without – I mean I know because they would just have a bunch of tracks playing. Right. I go, but without a bunch of this ancillary stuff, like you couldn't grab your guitar and drums and play the song. Or if you did, it would sound much different than what you're hearing. And and I like production. I like you know I like good production. However, if you're not able to play it live, kinda, then it's just I just well, I don't you, know. Just call it that. Then just call it electronic music. Don't be like we're a rock band. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember if me and you talked about Hired Gun, uh, the documentary on Netflix about the like the guitarists yeah. that just sit in. Dude, it a little is, bit. It's insane. Did you see it? No. Oh my! You have to watch this because you realize that like a lot of times the guys in the band aren't on the record at all like they, they they could they may have like you know written the song like a rough edit of the song mm-hmm. in, in a in, in a garage somewhere mm-hmm. but when it comes to studio they have these hired guns who go in there and lay down these tracks that are like the, the perfect because you know it's, time is money and when you get in a record a record company gives you a deal studio time is it costs money so yeah. what they'll be like hey it's cool you guys can all play that song but like this guy can play it and do it the first time and knock it and you know yeah kick that it, would be me because I'm, I'm a i'm an okay songwriter but i'm not a very good guitarist i'm like dude here's how the song goes can you do it um you know better than me which is so if you look and then, at, <laughs> then i'll work on learning my own song if later. you look at the liner notes or whatever for songs it'll say like it, it might specifically say you know uh, this guy or that guy, but a lot of it is uncredited because if they credited it, you would know that it's not the actual guitar player in the band. Like maybe it's not yeah. Nikki Six or Mick Mars and Motley Crue, but it's uh, this other guy who's playing the same stuff and they go out and they play it live, which whatever. Um, sometimes it's a detriment to you to pull back the curtain that much. It's like, well, whatever, man. Like the, as far as I know, it's the band. They put it out under that band's label. I'm going to assume yeah. that the guitar player that I think is the guy is playing it is like, you know, be nice. Unless you really wanted to, you know, it was something important to you, I feel like. But it was very interesting to find out a lot of these guys are like, they, they go from, they, they could be playing with um, Taylor Swift and then go play with Alice Cooper on his tour, and like from tour yeah. to tour to tour. These guys are so next level. Like, I I think I tweeted something out about it. I was like, I just want to just throw all my guitars in the garbage at this yeah, point. Yeah, it does make you want to It's quit. humiliating. Like, it's it's insane. You, I'll really, really try hard and practice to learn something. And then I'll see somebody make it up on the fly, and it's better. Right. It's like, like if you see those the vines or or the you know videos online, the little clips of like it'll be like a thirteen year old Japanese girl, and she's got oh. like a triple neck guitar, and she's just slaying it. And you're like, she's playing like the Super Mario Brothers <laughs> yeah. theme song with her thumbs. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's bad news. Um, but not to change the subject, but I'm going to change the Go subject. Ahead. How old do you have to be to get a real bow and arrow? Like legally. No, like what's uh, acceptable? Like, like, uh, I mean, are we we're talking about like, like a, a kid's compound bow or like a rate like a like a recurve or I don't what know, kind of bow? I'm not sure if it's compound, but well, did, did, does it have like pulleys on it? No, like let off. No, so the pulleys are basically just, it allows right. you to pull it back easier and hold it. Yeah. Oh no! See, a recurve just... bow is just like what you'd see like in the cowboy and Indian movies, where it's just like oh. a bow and it's got a it's just strong. Yeah, this is just a regular one. It's called a Lil Sue. Something you'd like see in like Sioux archery in, in junior high. Yeah, like the Sioux Indians. It's mm-hmm. a little one. My S I O U X. S I O U X. Yeah, yeah. The Sox tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, the white my Sox. my mom's husband bought my son. He said, "Hey, <laughs> he tells him, which is well, not a BB gun, but a bow." Right, and it's funny because he got he got this for Christmas, and we had just got done watching Christmas Story for the first time, mm-hmm. and then he tells my son, "Hey, uh." 
I got your bow and arrow if it's okay with with your with your mom and dad. And I'm like, well, you just yeah, right. He just he just said that. You know what I mean? Uh, he was pretty cool about it. Uh, but basically, he's you know he's like it's a real bow and arrow. It's got metal tips. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you you could hurt. You they're could, like a ball end, like on a bullet. Yeah, it's, like it's, you could hurt somebody with point. it, but it's, it ain't gonna go through a ton. So. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, it's old Dexter. I was like, well, we'll talk about it. And then his mom was like, no, absolutely not. You ain't getting a bow and arrow. It's year six. You ain't going to have it. Um, so I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. And so I, finally I told my mom. It sounded like she had already made up her mind. What? Well, yeah. But there's two of us here. You know? But I, I, I told my mom, I said, you know, tell, tell Dan. I said, thank you. But uh, we're just going to wait. Tell him this will be his. Like, when he's eight, he can have this or something like that. And so that was that, and we hadn't talked about it. Well, we went to visit my mom, and he's walking around the house, just hanging out. He's like, hey, where, where's, that, where's that bow and arrow? You, just, you got it around here, so I just want to look at it. Next thing you know, it's in my car. He's taking it home. And then I was just like, I can't tell the kid he can't have a bow and arrow. Right. So he's got it. Um, but I was still like, man, I don't it's – like, it's it's not that dangerous. But but then when you see a six-year-old walk in the backyard with a real bow and arrow and start pointing, you're like – Wait a minute. This might be a, an awful idea. Well, like I mean, he might. I mean, he could probably kill my neighbor's dog. First of it. all, I would let I would Which, have him shoot it from the garage, from your driveway into your garage, not outside. So it, it's not going to go through your siding and your drywall. I mean, we're talking about the no, but it might mess it up. It might jack it up. I mean, you you it's you, you, un, it. you don't you it's unfinished. You mean your siding? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would put a target up. Oh, you know what I mean? In the yeah. garage. Yeah. Uh, like a 3D target. You could, you could probably buy it. You could probably go on Craigslist and get like a 3D deer or something like that, or like you know, or or right, an actual right. couple cardboard boxes. Yeah, you, can you know, have, any yeah. Gonna, it's not going to go through a cardboard box. He doesn't right. have enough strength to to pull it that hard. Well, it's so funny because he wanted it so bad and he was dying to get it. And finally, he got it, and uh, it was like snowy outside when he took it out. He was so anxious to get this thing, and I kept telling him, I kept teasing him, going, "You shoot your eye out, kid. You can't have the thing. You shoot your eye out, kid." And uh, it was all snowy outside, so he wants to use it, but he doesn't want to get his darts. Or he doesn't want to get his arrows dirty. <laughs> so he's like, "I said, okay, this is the big moment. It's your day. It's like January at this point." I said, "Let's do it. Let's, let's take it out and we'll shoot it at a tree or something. We'll just shoot it in the yard. How far could it go?" Mm. And he's like, "No, there's too much snow. There's too much dirt on the ground. Like he doesn't understand. Right. Like it's supposed to be covered in blood. Yeah, it's supposed to be have, sinewy material. Yeah, it's supposed to be like gore. Right. You're supposed to kill. I actually would like you to shoot my neighbor's dog right. really bad with it. I'm. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Right. Uh, we had an accident that I asked my son to do, and he kept shooting the dog and kept missing. So finally, I had to do for him. But uh, yeah, so I, I, he he didn't want to get it dirty, get it messy. So we're gonna have to get through that. But I just was wondering, like, I was wondering, like, am I? I know some parents no. would be like, nah, dude, I'll give my kid a bone arrow at three. And some people are going to be like 12, 12 and over. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you, I know at, at uh, Cub Scout camp, they were shooting arrows without tips at all. They were, it was just like a, like a, uh, you know, a, a, a wood. Stick? Well, I mean, it was an arrow, but they just took the tip off. So mm. it was almost like shooting a dowel rod with, a, with, okay. a, with fletching on it. Well, it's know? essentially what this is. But it but couldn't it's hurt anything. a little metal tip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there, there's really, I, I think a, Anything this thing hits, it's probably going to bounce off of more. But than... then here's where it gets really more. Or get a hay bale. Yeah, I could. And I would buy a target. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets a little weird, though. Is somewhere on the packaging it says you can shoot it. I don't know if there's a picture of him, someone aiming at a bird. But now he's got <laughs> good his... luck. Yeah, good shot. You know how they always say like serial killers have this have one mm-hmm. thing in common. Well, first of all, his name is Dexter, so that's a bad start. But they always say they have one thing in common: is they all like to kill animals when they're young and little. He's immediately like, "Hey, let's go out and find a bird." I was like, well, what are you going to do? You're going to kill a bird? And he looked at me like, he's like, yeah. 
Let's go shoot a bird. And I was like, birds' lives mean nothing. Yeah, I was like, whoa, dude, really? You want to kill a like? He's usually like, really. Something. I shot a bird one time with a, a BB gun. Me and my, I think it was me and my brother. Shot it in the eye. It fell out of a tree, <laughs> and it landed there. And then uh, it was like, you know, it, it was like twitching around and everything. So yeah, I think I butt ended it to death. <laughs> but like in the most goriest fat. But I felt terrible about you it. What it still to, to this day? Like you know, I, I butt stroked it with the gun. Whoa! Until it was, you know, did you really? Yeah. But I, I wanted did your to brother die. cry? Was he like, no, oh. no. We were both. We he both stood it? there and looked at each other. Like, wow, that was pretty intense. Like we just killed this. this like that this, was a. This is a I never forgot it. Stay, yeah. Never forgot it. And uh, when. Uh, a couple of years ago, a guy, a guy so that a I worked with got, took me out hunting. I don't know if I ever – stop me if I told you this. but So we went out to the range masters in Valparaiso, and somebody at my work gave me a, an old bow. They're like, here's an old bow, an old compound bow. So I don't know anything about bows, and I take it in there. And I, the guy's like, well, first of all, it has to be set up to you. Okay? You're short. This guy was tall. So the – you know, the, the – Is that right? Well, yeah, these compound bows, like – it has to, your draw is different than someone else's because your I arm see. length is different. So they have, and he's like, this thing's a piece of shit. The, the guy that was uh, at the range masters, he's like, you know, this thing's going to break. It's garbage. So he, he upsold me. I walked out of there uh, with like a $600 uh, Parker what? bow compound. But like, dude, now, were this you thing planning was, on being like a bow hunter? These guys had convinced me. And then while I was at the range and I went upstairs, they had a range in there and I was like, I was shooting and I was like, he's like, dude, you're natural. I was really good. So oh, nice. I was like, oh, shit, this is worthwhile because I already am the best bow hunter there ever was. It was like it was the time like... I took the boxing class where uh, Marty Jakubowski was the teacher. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, hey, who? he told me, he's like, who's your friend here? He's like, this guy could do some damage on the street, man. And I was like, I think I'll sign up for 50 <laughs> lessons, sir. Right. Or when like, they you, tricked you me into buying a $1,000 suit at the uh, the men's warehouse. Yes. All it takes but, is a compliment. So I walked out of there. And then that Christmas or that holiday season, I got a orange my mother-in-law bought me like the orange stuff, you know, and I was like, well, that's actually for, for shotgun or rifle. It's not for bow hunting. You don't wear the orange for bow hunting. Different no. season. Is that, oh, yeah. So, but anyway, I went. Can hunt- you still have deer pee on you either way? I went hunting one time and I got in a tree with another man where my tree stand was back to back on the same tree. Cause he's like, he's an avid hunter. No homo. And I kept on saying, Hey. I think there's a deer. Like, oh, so one finally came in. We sat for maybe like six hours, five hours. I was like, this sucks. Oh, what do you do? And the tree's swaying because we're way up in there. I'm like, I'm going to break my neck. And I gotta, I'm got i trying to balance myself. And he's looking and he's being all quiet. And I'm talking to him. He's shushing me. And sure enough, there's a deer coming in. He's looking at it. And I was like, I made so much noise trying to turn around to get a vantage point on to see if I could. You, you just know. keep going. Oh, I scared it. Yeah. So I scared it away. And then this guy, he belittled me for the, all the way back to the car. I was like, you're never going hunting again. Uh and well, as we're going out um, on the fire lane, he sees a deer standing there in the distance, and he runs off the off the fire lane into the woods, and he gets down on the ground, and he's gave, giving me the sign, like, you stay where you're at. Don't come any closer. This way. He shoots this deer, and it goes through the brisket, like in its belly area, and the wow. thing goes down. And I'm like, oh, my God, he got it. So wow. I start running from the fire lane to where he's at, and anybody who has ever hunted knows, well, you got to kick the deer up, because the deer goes down immediately, like, wow, I'm hurt, I'm hit. But then it hears the hunter coming to finish the job and it gets up and it runs again. Now blood is squirting out of it and it's going to run until it's completely, you know, ready to keel over. Wow. So he's like this screaming at me. Like, what are you doing? Me. What are you doing? He's like, you kicked it up. And this thing's bounding over trees and it's going. He's like, no, he goes, if we would have let it lay down and die, we just let, he goes, you got to shoot it. You let it lay for like, you know, 20, 30 minutes and it'll bleed out. Slowly die. Yeah. But no, this thing ran. So we ended up going until the wee hours and the nightfall. We lost it. 
So, uh, yeah. So, so somewhere there's a dead deer and nobody got the prize. Yeah. Most, I think it healed. I think it you found, think it I think healed. it found its parents and they were able to render it aid and, and whatnot. But, possibly um, it found a good, he surgeon. shot the deer and I felt terrible about the whole thing. I was like, this is, well, I should have, you I'm, screwed up his kill. I can't, uh, I couldn't kill an animal. No way. Well, well he, here's, except for that bird. Here's the thing too, because I'm so gullible, all it took and real quick, back to my, my kid, he, he wanted to shoot a bird really bad, and it freaked me out because I was like, I think this is some serial killer shit. Like, I think he, that's when they, they they like rip it open and they keep the bones and not just a... Well, but he was just like, he, he just said like, the package says, you, I think he thinks like the package says you're supposed to shoot a bird. And I told him like, wouldn't, wouldn't that make you feel bad? Like if you shot a bird and you killed it, like how do you think that would make you feel? He goes, I don't know, like you're supposed to shoot him. And I was like, I go, well, if I killed, wouldn't, I go, wouldn't you feel bad if you killed anything? And he goes, yeah, maybe. Wait no, I kill bugs all the time. I'm not really. He was like, yeah. he's like, nah. Your theory's full of holes. So I'm not sure if my son's creepy or not. I'm not sure. But uh, to, to 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 add on to that, I'm so gullible that all it took was me shooting this little Sue. Now you're probably thirty dollar thirty dollar bow. I was like, that felt cool. It's like 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 it's like if you're not really into guns, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not a gun guy. But then you shoot one, and you go, holy shit, a lot of power. Everyone was right. You're this right. feels fantastic. So. I've been there's a, there's a gentleman I work with named Scott. For years, I've been telling him like, is is if you really want to kill a deer, man, you just got to go out there with a knife. Like you got to chase it. Like like you got to be. For, I keep right. saying like it's not a That's sport. Totally fair. It's not a sport if the other guy doesn't know you're playing. Right is one of the lines. You know what I mean? Which I kind of agree with still. Like if he's just, I mean fishing would be the same way then. Same yeah, it is the same. Oh okay. As far like same like morally as far as like the deer's going like I'm going to eat lunch in this grass and you're going no 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 we're playing a sport. And I'm about to get a touchdown. And what about you. guy? What about guys that are out there knowingly, intentionally acting in a certain manner, uh, and being a nice guy to this girl, knowing at the end of the he's already got his ideal. It's, you know what I mean? That's like that's like like a sport as well, right? So you're going acting like, a certain way, yeah. and then because uh, nine, you always hear chicks say like, "Oh, well, this guy wasn't like that when we first started dating. He was this and that." Yeah, like putting up a front. To, yeah, it's same hunting. Like running, it's running like you're, you're throwing the bait out there. You're trying to see what's going to work to to get your your catch. Yeah, but I feel like at least the girl knows you're playing the game, kind of. All right, well. she may not, but but I see what you're saying. Everyone can be a sucker. It's just, it's just life. Man. Everyone can be a sucker. From car sales to. To Tinder, to whatever else. Well, see, here's the thing. I've always, you're always I've, selling. You always got to be selling. You do. You do. You always got to be making a move. Yeah. You can't. The, the one that stands still gets it. Yep. That's, that's for sure. That's especially true. when it comes to deer. So for years I've been going like, oh, I can't, I can't believe you. you. You know, like I've just been like giving him shit because he loves bow hunting. Well, all it took was for me to use an eight-year-old's bow one time. And I was like, I think I got to go kill me a deer. I think I do. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I like shooting the the bow. A $30 one so far. Tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I can only assume shooting a cooler one is better. Um, but I want to shoot stuff, but I really don't want to kill it. Yeah, I mean, part of that comes, you're going to have to field dress an animal, and you're going to have to, you know, drag this. Uh, and it's not because I go, oh, like, deer are they cute. They want to do all that, though. Or deer are this or deer are, or, or and this is, I feel bad because it's just not what I do. But I would, though. I would just, just be like, I why did I have to do this? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, for me, it's not what I do. Well, part of what makes I like me. sitting in silence by myself. You can do that. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I like it that much, but well, you can go and you know you can go to these three D ranges. So like what they have, like three D shoots. What they have is like you go through the woods on like a certain path, and then there's different animals that are like the three D targets. 
You know what I mean? Like the yeah, big, yeah, yeah. and so you could go up for points. It'd be no different than like, mm. um, like target shooting, but doing the advanced with, with courses a real where you like, yeah, oh. yeah. You shoot it into like a, one of those rubbery deer or a rubbery a bear or whatever they a, a, whatever they turkey or whatever they have out in the field. They have a bunch of them, and you do it for time and points. Okay, so, that might be something I could start yeah, with. Yeah, and then eventually, once I get that that coppery taste of blood in my mouth, it's game <laughs> <Right>. on. <laughs> Probably your own blood. But. No, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I think I would like to shoot a bow again. I'm not sure what I would like to shoot that bow at, but now I have to. Uh, just, I just have to do a 180 about the well, I'm glad hunting. I gave you that other option, though. It does exist. You can shoot bows at 3D targets and compete. Yeah, and... but I might have to do a whole 180 on this. I might have to go on everything I've ever said about hunting, and I go, well, no, i got to do it because it looks like a good time. Speaking of art and the art of hunting and the art of taking pictures, one thing I'll tell you um, I definitely noticed when it comes to bringing up children and, and the way things are now. You know, we always talk about how kids never go outside and – most you'll go to parks and there'll be you know literally just abandoned. These communities will pay all this money for new hockey rinks or ice rinks, and it's it's all it's all good and, and, and great mm. for the first year, and then everybody goes like, yeah, but we just remembered we like to hang out inside and play Xbox and mm-hmm. be on the computer and whatnot. And with that being said, um, people don't talk on the phone; they text. Right. You know, and people get really like my mom was texting me or I was texting my mom today. And then in the middle of the text conversation, she just calls and she's like, oh, wait, I just figured we just be easier. to. It is. It is. It is easier. But But, I found I found I've gotten worse at it. Like, I can't do it anymore. Like, I I don't know the cadence. I'll interrupt people. I'm like, so. So the whole but the whole point of this conversation is, is you when you were young. Um, you would call your friends and, you know, if they, like I, I've talked about this before, if they had a live in grandparent or their dad answered the phone or their dad worked midnights and you weren't allowed to call during the certain hours. And if you did get his dad, you didn't just go like, Hey, is, uh, you know, is, is Ben there? There was a process. You'd go like, hello, right. Mr. Stamba. Uh, this is right. David. Um, is, yeah. is Ben around today? State your um, name you know, and your business. Yeah, exactly. Or then, you know, maybe your mom or grandma would blow a whistle into the phone if you didn't follow suit to exactly what you were supposed yeah. to do. And you, same with the answering the yeah. phone. Like right. I would, I would say, you know, blah, 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 residents. So the uh, with that being said, my son has a cell phone and we're constantly, he'll always be like, well, I'm trying to make plans with so-and-so. Or he'll be moping around on Saturday. I'm like, did you, did you talk to your buddies this week? Like, what's everybody doing? Well, I, I didn't talk to anybody. I'm like, why don't you call somebody? And he, when you say that, he interprets that as text them you just hit or up? send them a, a, a tweet or, or a Snapchat or, you know, he doesn't have anybody's phone number. Nobody, he never asks for anybody's phone number. He's like, well, I'll, I'll see him on Instagram or I'll, I'll find him on, you know, I'll send him to it's this app. It's not the preferred way of communication anymore. It, it isn't. But when he, so this is a perfect example. Let's just say this kid's name is uh, Steven. I say, hey, we're going through the list of people who didn't respond to the bar mitzvah. Are they coming? Or are they not coming? We need to know because the lady who's catering uh, or the hall needs to know yeah, a, a final count. count. Yeah. So here are the following one of your names of your friends who have yet to respond yes or no. So this is what he does. He starts texting and he's like, I said, well, what happened? Well, your mom needs to know by noon. It's like 11, man. Is this kid coming or not? Well, I texted him. He never responded. Call him. Call his phone. Well, I I don't know his phone number. Okay, where does he live? Well, he lives in this neighborhood. Your other buddy that you do know his phone number, he lives in that neighborhood, and they're friends. Call him and see if he has their number. Yeah. He, he didn't have their number either. Okay, uh-huh. go on Google and go on whitepages.com. Oh, you think they're just going to have people's phone numbers on there? Yeah, it's what we used to do uh, prior oh, to. And he has no, I mean, he's completely like I'm beside himself. I don't even know how to do that. It can be difficult to find someone's number these so, days. 
Finally, he gets his kid's number, right? Calls him up. Hello, Steven? Yes? It's Logan. Are you going to... Are You didn't You didn't get the response for my... my, my are, you, are you coming? No? Okay, bye. And, and, and I'm like, dude, I mean... Why? First of all, it's rude because you don't just go. Are you coming? You say, hey, you know, I don't know if you got. Did you get the invitation? Because we got some reports that some people that we called said they actually didn't get one, even if they didn't. We're just making sure you yeah. got one, and the due date was actually last Friday. This is last, you know. We're just trying to make sure if you're coming, we have yeah. a, a place for you. But there's none of that. He only understands like get to the nuts and bolts, which is because how that's how texting text. works. Yeah, and so you forget about that, and you forget about the nuances of. Even like when you see people in person, you have to make eye contact, and people understand that body language changes how we have how we communicate. Oh, it's because a huge percentage of it. Yeah. We talk about this all the time. You know who I am. You have an idea of the way I am going to answer just about any question. If me and you were on the newlywed game right now, whether or not you knew what kind of food I liked or whatever, you could probably surmise a lot of those answers just by you know by ruling things out. Yeah. I know enough about him to know he's yeah. not going to like this, you know, or he would like this. With that being said, you know, even in, in when you're texting, you attribute everything I say to the way that we have our conversation. So you go like, this guy's usually a dickhead. So no matter what <laughs> I say, even if I'm tra- if I don't put the LOL or the smiley face or some sort of emoji yeah. or you're just going to read it as well, this guy's being an asshole, right? Yes. You're being an asshole then. Yeah. So I'm going to be an asshole back. Then I'm like, you're being an asshole. Correct. And then can just we've talked about this, this is communication. Break. It, it all gets lost. So. You know, just like I've talked about before, if we want to get rid of all this credit card fraud and the issues with the banking, let's get rid of credit cards for one year. Let's go back to the cash system only. And let's wipe out credit card fraud. Let's wipe out, you know, identity theft. Let's go back to a sheerly we only accept cash world. That'd be nice. You know, for for a certain amount of time until we can get a, a handle on all this. But then does does the armed robbery world go crazy? Probably. You know? but, <laughs> yeah, but, but I feel like... Um, the same thing has to do with texting. It's like you lose, and especially if you're like, if you grew up in this world where texting was the preferred method of communication, yep. it's a, I mean, I, I'm not the first person to, to, to think about this, I'm sure. But when you see how your children, when you're like, Hey, can you, you know, call your grandfather and, and see, you know, see what he's up to. Hey, uh, it, it's the most, they still know it, how to speak. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's like, I could talk on the phone and I have, I do for, I'll talk for two hours, just like I'm talking right now. And yeah. it's, it's awkward for them to be talking into a phone. Yeah. I don't see you. I'm not typing to you. Uh, I don't, well, especially for a younger person too. Cause your, your conversations don't consist of much more than like right. what happened, telling stories, quoting movies. Well, do you remember, and maybe you we talk like about this, you know, you get your first girlfriend, you've got, you know, you finally get a phone in your own bedroom and whether it be cordless or a long corded phone that comes all the way from the kitchen with like a 900 foot cord <laughs> and you're in your you bedroom. You really think a poor stock from Hesville had a phone in his own room. Well, when, even if, even if you had to go around the corner with a 40 foot cord, you know, you're doing yeah. the whole thing where you're going like, I slept so, in a room upstairs that was technically not a bathroom, <laughs> uh, not a bedroom. It was a room. Between. You had a goddamn phone. All right. So just stay with me. <laughs> but you, what I'm saying is I just you, love the idea that you think I had a phone. The majority room. of the conversation, especially with girls in the beginning is just like, you're just hearts racing the whole time you're going. So, oh my god! So, so so what else? What else? Did you get that science homework? That's crazy. You're just bringing back crazy memories. Dude. Hey, I haven't thought about that. In yeah, one. I mean, you immediately get that. You, you get that visceral feeling when I t- as soon as I say this to you because I had the same it's thing. It's like it's the same you get when you have like romantic encounters. Right. Like a few years later, it's like, 
holy shit, it's really going down. Right. Like when you dial, you, it would dial Hang those, up. it would dial those <laughs> numbers. And as soon as, you know what I mean? Hey, I'm looking for so-and-so. Are they there? Yeah. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll get her. I'll get her. And you're going, oh, fuck, oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, gosh, I remember doing that. I, I mean, and mine was in the kitchen. The phone was so everybody could hear. Or, you know, back in the, if a girl called you, it was normally multiple girls at a sleepover party calling oh, you. You hear them all giggling. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and, you know, there's nothing. Any, everything I do is wrong. Uh, no matter what, I got to, you know, I got to try to figure out how to play it cool here. You just need to get the points for having called. That way you, yeah. got, you got some balls. Oh, yeah. You got some balls because you did it. Absolutely. Everyone knows the conversation is going to be garbage. Yeah. I mean, I think the extent of it is because you, hey, you, you already cool. have a car. You guys having fun or or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That right. sounds, oh, man. You have like that's one crazy, or two choices. Right? <laughs> you're, for you to invite a girl to your, like at that age, to your house where your parents are, it's not happening. You're not doing that. You had to be a special oh, breed of guy. God, yeah. So really, you're not. You're not going to set up a date to meet somewhere. You're not going to. You could. The only thing that might happen is like, hey, tomorrow in school. Um, I don't know. Like, is it, I don't know if it'd be weird or whatever. But like, uh, I mean, we could talk about it. We'll, we could write it down on a note. I'm going to ask you a couple questions in a note, and then, um, like, you know, you could write something to me, and we'll you know, like, you know, pass it back. <laughs> but it's just, it's just nonsense. It's wouldn't, straight wouldn't, nonsense. Wouldn't it be cool to? Like, ask 50 people this and get, like, a common theme. Like, okay, we, most of us did this. Most of us did that. As far as, like, how do these first interactions go? And then ask kids now, how does it go? You know what I mean? And see how similar it is. And see, like, we're, how naive we were compared to how they are now. Like, where I'm like, oh, man, this is a... Oh, is she going to pick up the phone? Like, what am I going to say? I feel like now... Well, here's the thing. There's a dude, there's, like, a, a six months later now, it's like, yo... DM me some nudes. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But think about this. You have Instagram, you have Snapchat, you have all these different places where you can be funny, you can show interesting stuff, and right away you get the feedback from the girl. So if she's liking every single thing you post, if she's commenting, she's, you can always tell if there's one girl that's constantly everything you, you, you know, it's yeah. like, like a, that's how you get the temperature of the room. What's right. Going on? Yeah. So you could, and what you start doing is you start putting up shit that is completely, erroneous and uninteresting and you still see that click hey so-and-so likes this so it's first person always clicks you know and then you're you, really giving our 12 year old fans something to think about but here. am i that's the psychology no, yeah of it. yeah you're right you're right it's no different than you know and that's how you you could sort of gauge like this person is completely trying to throw up that flag like hey i'm down with whatever you i'm i'm, I'm showing you even when nobody else likes this stupid shit you posted I don't really like it either, but I'm giving you that like. Look at me over here. Look at me over here. And that's how it gets started. And then the next thing you know, um, you know, off to the races. So I think it's a little easier now because you could put out content, whether it be memes, videos of yourself, you know, stupid, whatever. It doesn't have to be original thoughts or ideas anymore. Yeah, but they know where you're coming from. Yeah, but because before you'd have, I like Stranger Things too. I could put, yeah, I could put up a, 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 a video of a band or some music, you know. And then somebody else could be like, okay, well, cool. We already have something in common. I didn't have to go up to you and be like, hey, what, what are your favorite bands? I could just go on Spotify, or not Spotify, uh, uh, Instagram right now and put five pictures of, a picture of five different record albums and put, these are my five, top five. Yeah. And then somebody would comment on that. Oh, sweet. I like those records too. So Boom, you're in. I don't even have to, we don't have to have the conversation. Yeah. And that's why like Tinder and all those places, those kind of websites are obviously way you more popular. Stuff out for you. Yeah. It's like, well, here's the thing. We already meet on these 10 points. We like the same music. We like the same mm. movies. We're both out. It's like two in the morning and no one else is around and we both swipe right. I mean, hey, 
let's get this figured out. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. so I think it's a, it's gotta be a lot easier, but the actual social interaction when you are alone now with this person for the first time and all you've ever done has been internet romantic. Yeah. That's gotta be crazy. It's gotta be next level because you haven't built up to the point you it's like, you've been on 10 dates already in the real world. When you by the time you've learned all that information, you've talked on the phone to the girl for a lot. When we were growing up, a ton of time. Mm. Maybe you've seen her at your buddy and you and her and her friend met up somewhere and you're asking all these questions. You get all this information. But on the internet, you can get all that information immediately. So now when you meet up, it's like we don't have anything to talk about. All that shit's out of the way. And you've been getting points on credit. Right. You've been getting points on credit. This ain't your real money. Right. right. You've been, I like Stranger Things too. Oh, this is a good line from this movie. I like Fight Club. But you've been getting all these like you're getting likes based on shit you didn't do. Right. So when you finally meet, you have to go like, "This is what I'm a, now. Mm-hmm. Now, now I got to earn my." Well, my your personality mind. has to step from beyond the keyboard, and you have to be as delightful as you were, just mm-hmm. putting stuff you liked or didn't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where it's like you may have not actually heard this person's voice or gazed into their eyes in person, but it's like, "Oh, I feel so close to you." It's like people that are pen pals in prison. But this says and, a whole lot more about about the receiver than it does the sender to me. What do you mean? Like. This, you, accepting that kind of communication means you just want to accept that communication. It means you're looking for someone to say these you're things. You're open to the communication. You're looking for someone to like your picture of this. You're looking for someone, you're looking for all this validation, right? Everybody be thirsty, Ben. Yeah, but you, I mean, <laughs> like you're looking for that validation. You don't, the person sending it or, the, you know, the other person, they don't have to do that much. It's like, yeah, but it's a, it's it's like a fine dance because you know that a lot of times these people are waiting for your next post just to like it, and uh, you got to pick the right post because now, especially this day and age, where everybody's offended by everything. It's like you could you you could go one step too far and blow the whole thing. Yeah. At least in person, if you said like, for example, you start talking about Trump or like you know, hey, you know, I I think this is, and you could you you could see the body language. You're like, I got to peel back on this. I got I got to turn the corner. Yeah, yeah. But once you've put up. You've put your words and they're locked in. It's hard to back off of that. But in person, you could, well, I was just kidding. Sure, sure. But this person may have saw what you wrote and been pontificating about its true meaning for 24 hours before they respond and go like, you know what? I really like this guy, but I've really been thinking about this post that he put about how he likes Silverchair. And I'm not, I just can't get behind Silverchair and I'm out. Frog Stomp, in in (laughs) retrospect, not as much as I thought it was. Not as impressive. I've always been a flagpole sitter girl. But <laughs> I think what I'm saying is like, man, what, what, what's a, a, a good way to put it? If you're getting so much mileage out of shit that didn't come from you, mm-hmm. just I like this stupid. You little... mean like George Thorogood and the Destroyers? Exactly. Okay. That's how you <laughs> the words from my, my mouth. Uh, if you're getting a ton of mileage out of stuff that you did not create or do, then to me, it says something about the recipient. That person just wants to receive so bad. That they're willing to accept whatever rehashed, recycled bullshit you gave. But, but what? What if your post? Like by the are, time you get to original thought territory, you're already eighty percent in the door. But what if your posts are original? Like they're pictures of you and things you're doing. They're not like memes that you found on the internet or you're you're reposting videos that you thought were funny. But these are actual. That like, changes things a little bit. It gives you a little more cre- uh, creative credit, I guess. But. Yeah, yeah I, I just think it's. I think it's a lot. E- I think it's a lot easier up front to. It's a lot less nerve wracking because you're you're seeing right away. Like, oh, I posted this. This person liked it. Okay, we're still yeah. good. We're still good. 
but you know when you're talking on the phone or when you're in person um it's it's nerve-wracking man i guess you I finally just... get up the courage you don't have to get up the courage to you could like i said you could be going back and forth on snapchat or or, or facebook or whatever for months before you actually yeah. are in the same physical space as this person right then you're like okay now we're in the same physical space now we should be way further along because we there's nothing else to talk about. But we I would do- argue that once you know everything about that person vis a vis this social media, you got so many angles to go. Yeah, but now you, you got ha- so but- to, you got so many places you can take the conversation that you know will land properly. How many people are their true self? In when you're person to person, or wh- Nobody, what do you think is a truer something to, to yeah. go off? Of. But then you get there and you're like, this guy's personality is terrible. He just knows how to pick, take funny pictures. Look, and in a world, in, in my world where I don't ever like anyone taking credit, and I don't like anyone doing giving themselves a pat on the back, and I don't like anyone being proud of themselves. The character I've built up in my head of the story you're making is a person who's getting credit for stuff he didn't do, and he's getting mileage for things he didn't earn. Uh, and I don't approve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging anyone who's met. Online that way because I just go like, nah, you got to like if you go to 10 barbecues with someone and you hit it off each time, then, OK, that person legitimately likes you. Mm. But if but if it's been uh, 10, whatever, it's been a certain amount of time of just liking stuff online. It just feels like uh, I don't give you credit for it. I mean, I, I wouldn't give you credit for it either, but I'm just saying. But it's going to be effective. It's going to work. It's got to be easier now because, like I said, you, 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 get an, you get an immediate response, yes or no. If you put a bunch of co- things out there and all of a sudden this woman or man's likes dry up, they've moved on. You've lost them. They're yeah. off the hook. Yeah. They're no longer with you. Yeah. but I've had that with just friends on Twitter. Right. Well, yeah, they'd be liking my stuff for a while and all of a sudden it's like, well, I guess – all right. Either it was something I said or something I didn't say that uh, you wanted me to say. But here's Either the thing. way, we're I was, out. I was going to get to that eventually. Right. That thing, it's almost like, good, now I know you don't like me. I, I would just, I would like to see, I think it would be an interesting documentary or a questionnaire or any, anywhere where someone could post this information to see if people think that dating now would be in that form, getting to know someone or, because, or, I mean, think about this too, your your pool of, of what's available to you is so much greater. I mean, because you didn't have that, you had access to whoever went oh, to your school. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, you you could reach out and, and you could like someone's video or picture from across the country and strike up a a, a at least yeah. a mental relationship. I know people say like people go like, "Oh, I'd hate to be single today. I never want to go back into that market." That's true, and yeah, of course. But uh, I don't think it's there's never been a better time to be poor, and there's never been a better time to be single as far as like your odds of of not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're alone in today's climate, I kind of feel like you want to be alone. Right? Yeah. If you all these there's so many different all places these sites, to find, right? all these sites you can't find nothing. Right. Well, then either your standards are so good to where you prefer being alone and having things the way you like them to to compromising a little bit and getting, you know, somewhere. Well, what do I know? Apparently a lot. Jack shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh What's time we got? Um Two minutes. Oh, so just shit. okay. Anything else? Well, I was just going to tease next week. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry, I just didn't know if we had time to okay. go over. I want to do a a year without bet. I think we should dig into it next year. Right now? No, you dig into it next year. No, I'm sorry, dig in next week. Okay, but I want to do a year without something, and it's got to be something legit, not so hard to where you can't go on with life. But so you're some- telling me I can't take beer away from you? I don't think I would be willing to do that. 
the prize would have to be so magnanimous. So there's, is there going to be a penalty? Like for me to let's not- just set up a, a a real quick. Give me an idea of what you're talking about. So you're saying like for me to not drink for a year? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course it's it's hard or whatever, but like. It's it's got to really be it's, yeah. There's got to be a uh, something at the end of that rainbow. You but know what I'm saying? The, the honor system, and I'm <laughs> not talking about at the end of the rainbow. That doesn't make sense. When I talk about the honor system here, I'm not talking about do I trust that you're going to not do what you say you're going to do? Am I going to trust that the thing you're going to offer up as what you're going to sacrifice is really that important to you? Mm. Well, I mean, it's not going to be like so, if I turn around and was like, dude, I'm not going to chew skull bandits for a year. Right? It can't be something. You know, it's it's got to <laughs> right. be something. That you do on the regular, um, but it's not a heat, like, it's not gonna, like, okay, for me, I have this terrible, I've talked about it before, I have this terrible habit of, at the end of the Eating night. Taco Bell? Well, t- not, but, but at the end of the night, I, I, like, chips, anything salty, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. any kind of tortilla chips, whatever. I always, I like, I'll eat good all day, and I get home, and I smash whatever has salt in it. I'm just, hashtag sodium boys. I just <laughs> love it. You know what I'm saying? Anything. That's B-O-I-S? B-O-I-Z. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I will smash anything with salt on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I know like, hey, you did good calorically. You ate good today until the end of the day and you, and you, you added 1500 worth of garbage. And you go immediately to sleep. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so I was thinking if I was a robot and I was really trying to improve myself, the answer is right there. Just no chips. No chips. Of any for, kind. Of any kind. No chips. And like that counts veggie straws. What happens if you don't make not it? real vegetables like no, sh- shaped like? But I mean like the veggie straws, you know. What happens if you don't make it? So I don't know. If, if that's I don't what know. we need to decide. We need that's what I, that's for next week. Maybe we got to think about that. Maybe some listeners could help. If if my, oh, mine's going to be chips. Here, I'm here's, here, let me throw I mean, this out at chips, you. Chips. Normally in a situation like this, it's a competition between you and I, and who's mm. going to break first, right? Or in the, the competitors. Yeah. And so this is if, just but this is me. If you were to fail and you were to eat. Mm. let's say a chip if that's what you decide to give up mm. normally the contest would be over you lose i win and uh the bragging rights or money or whatever the whatever the deal is right but what i suggest is an incrementally increasing punishment <laughs> so the first time you fail you come and you go let's just say it's it's mon- monetary i gotta pay five bucks because i eat chips next time is ten then you do it again mm. as 25. It's got to be higher. Right? Then you do well, whatever it is. I'm saying okay. it, it'll move yeah, up. Yeah, so yeah. that way you say, here's the thing. This contest goes on for a year. You, There's no stopping it once it starts. And it's also good to say like, okay. Because the thing is, if this thing is like, I won't do it for a year. One might say, if I have a moment of weakness in June and I eat chips, I'll go, well, it's over now. That's what I'm I saying. I might as well binge on No, them. there is none of that. But, but this way it might be like. Yeah, every if you if you but if this you is a motivator to be like okay, you, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, but it also wasn't ruined in a right. day. So, yeah, I think that's the best way to do it because if you really mm-hmm. want to make because I mean, ultimately, we could come back a week later and be like, yeah, I fucked it. Then up. you can't. I, cop couldn't, out. I, I couldn't get it done. Right. <laughs> I'm out. Right, right, no, right, right. no, 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 no. I'm that's out. Not how it's working. I'm out, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. That's not how it's working. So I think that uh, let's think about it. Let's right. take a week to, to think way, about if it. If you want a week to think about what your thing's going to be, yeah. And then I almost want to ask my wife. Because I think it's the truest and most fairest, most fair way to do it yeah. is to ask those people around me, my children, my wife, like, hey, what's the one thing you wish I wouldn't do? Um, whether it be swear. It could be something you really like. You know what I mean? I mean, what, it could be use, dirt, use foul language. Don't you do a lot of iced coffee? And not anymore. Not at all. I mean, honestly, I could walk away from coffee Just completely. Anything, yeah. So that, that's well, why. It I, can't be something that's so essential. That, but it's got to be something that you do. And again, 
my wife supposedly went last year uh, without swearing. What if it was like, how often do you eat Chinese food or something? You know what I mean? Um, probably once a month. Okay, so that's not... Yeah, I, I mean, way more than that's that. the thing. Don't I, you have I, vices, dude? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, obviously I do. I mean, if you told me I couldn't oh. watch Goodfellas or something, you know, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I gave No tracksuit. No. I had to watch the scene where they're in prison. I gave <laughs> yeah. I had to. I'm trying to think. That's why I'm saying I, I have to take a week to really... Think and, about and the best way to do it is to have... Ask my wife, like, what is the, you know, what is something that really you think I need to change about myself? Something that I, I, it would be hard for me to give up, but it would benefit me. Not just, hey, let's see if I could do this as a, as a test, mm-hmm. but I also to make me better. But I kind of like that this would be a life bet for no reason almost. Like, no one's asking me to get rid of chips. I just, right. so, I, just I want to do something that well, goes when you get like, into something, you, you think you need this, prove you don't, you know? When you get into something like this with me, like, I'll tell you right now, I, I won't lose. Even if I slip up, I'm hoping that you'll slip up twice. So at least I'm in a better spot. I'll make sure you slip up. Good. That's a so, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so um, I'm trying to think like chips. Every podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, something I might do. Oh God. Um, but let's think about it. And mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. So if anybody, you guys have heard everything we talk about for many years. I would love to hear suggestions. And you know what you think it might be painful for one of us to give up. I'd be right away. I'd be like, you can't drink. And you wouldn't, oh, for me? Yeah. That's it's the most obvious I thing. I kind of want to do. You know what I mean? Like, well, so the I don't want to go is this summer. about Is this about <clears throat> discipline? Just, yes. ju- just yeah. seeing, testing yourself? Yep. Well, it's the just, hardest just thing to do is metal. to take away the one thing that you love doing the most. It brings you the How most enjoyment. You? How dare you? I'm beside uh, kissing your kids goodnight and your, you know, all that other stuff. I'm talking about. Well, that's third or fourth. The one, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if I said like, hey, you can't watch. Uh, what's that chick? But I, Cheryl Scott. Yeah. No more Cheryl Scott. Is, uh, can't mention her. Nah, it's like she doesn't well, even not exist. Not mentioning her, maybe. But I guess my thing is like, I don't want to make a bet that's going to make me not enjoy every barbecue this summer. But I just got to have a little self-control and go, like, here's something you always do. You need to knock that off. I mean, you could tell me, not, like... Not drinking for a year would be a cool thing, but it would certainly be, like, it would be a, it would be a bummer at a lot of events, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... Like, it, drinking less is a good idea, of course. But to go, like, no drinking for... Like, dude, I got to, like, I got to, like, I got to crash my car into, like, like... Uh, a high school prom parade or something for me to be like, all right, cut it out. But good. What, what I'm saying is, is it gets easier as it goes along because you get the ball rolling and the snowballs building. And you're like, I've gone this far. I'm not going back. Like if I think a good thing would be like, Hey, you're off social media for an entire year. Now, the reason we can't do that is because a lot of times there's the only way we advertise the yeah, podcast. So yeah, then yeah. it's sort of a, you know, it's, it's really if, I, if we had like a marketer, then that might, but then I, I wouldn't have, even say, hey, I'll tell you what, if I lose, I'll give you one of my guitars, whichever one you choose. Oof. <laughs> you know. That's pretty sweet. I have to think about it. <laughs> my only thing is, like, I, I want to do something for self-discipline, but if it's something like, like like drinking beer or whatever, that's, like, that's a real inconvenience. So there's got to be a, something in it for me other than just discipline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is a good idea to stop drinking, but you're talking about a whole, like... Whole... I would say, like, if you failed at any point, I would say instead of money, I would tell you you can't work out for two weeks. If you slip up and eat chips, you can't work out for two weeks. You can't, even you can't work. do you can't, any you can't physical even activity. No. Oof. That's and not let's bad see idea. how fatter you get. You know, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> you want to because you here's the thing. You know, you get caught eating that chip, and you got to come to the table like, dude, I ate a bag of chips. Good. You could eat two. You might as well for the next two weeks eat as much chips as possible because up until that two week mark, you can't exercise. 
So enjoy. Yeah. Make it worthwhile. Like almost in the in the, in the in the military when somebody messes up and the drill sergeant comes and goes, "Hey everybody, you're all you're all punished for the weekend." Right. You you get to go. You could go. Everybody else yes. stay back and clean his barracks. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. kind of discipline you need. Yeah, so. and then everybody puts soap yeah, in, right. in, in, a in sock. their socks. And they beat you in the head with it. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Well, that is episode 168 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you later. Later. She sits us down.